Welcome everybody. Today we're going to be sharing a little experience we had that's very normal. You might have it once in a while that some change shows up at your front door and it shocks you. You're either stressed by it, scared by it, threatened by it, uh, whatever emotion uh, you can frame with. It's not a response that you would choose to have to change. But it's definitely a physical, emotional reaction. Yeah. And that's normal from uh, hearing something that you don't want to hear to uh, um, yeah, seeing things you don't want to see, just being confronted with difficult change, uh, change that you, uh, you have fuel that is addressing your root. It's, 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 it's grabbing you sometimes by the throat even. Um, we're going to talk about how to deal with all those uh, difficult emotions and uh, share a bit about our own experience and maybe drop some wisdom in there as well. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Love Change Podcast. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kay. This is Amor. You find us. Uh, if you search for the Amumuto um, podcast, you're going to find us. It's the Love Change Podcast. And we do that because we care to shed a light on all the discomfort that happens around change. And we feel that, especially nowadays, everyone is just showing the pretty and, uh, yeah, kind of beautiful end result without really looking into what is going on when we go through change, all the growing pains, all the discomfort, everything that happens, and we kind of tie under the carpet. So we care to talk about that. We like to look at it and share with you and really be honest, vulnerable, and authentic. So welcome to this episode. Here we go. It's my turn to talk now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh... I think all of us go through plenty of uh, changes that we're not looking for. Right now, I'm personally dealing with uh, people passing away because of uh, illness, cancer, um, people who are still ill and are refusing to go to a doctor or just, I think that's a big part of life that's painful is, is dealing with loss. Um, so if you would categorize all the changes that you experience through your life, the unwanted changes that are most difficult to deal with are the ones that will not change again. And those are the ones that are the most permanent. And they're usually the ones that have to do with loss. Um, a lot of wanted changes in our life will evoke pretty emotions. Mm. Um, my family, for instance, when they were confronted with me breaking my neck, almost dying in the intensive care because of a lung infection, all of them were extremely shocked and everybody, um, has a different wiring of how to deal with that shock. Uh, you were mentioning the fight, flight or freeze response, which is a very, uh, um, yeah somatic experience Mm -hmm. it's it's in your body you do not choose to freeze you do not choose to flee away and a lot of times you also do not choose to fight it's just the way you are wired Mm -hmm. uh, what you saw in your younger years how people respond to stress 
and also um yeah what is most common for you and i think in my family we have a lot of uh, freezing slash fighting um sometimes also fleeing but mostly denying all the emotions that are involved mm -hmm. and i think that's what we're going to talk about today um, for us being in a relationship confronting each other with changes that we want or changes that we don't want uh, we evoke these emotions in each other yeah um we don't have to go into the topic but could you explain a bit about the emotions that you experience mm -hmm when uh, you are confronted that you would categorize like change shocking you mm -hmm. yeah i think uh, we had a conversation on the weekend um and kind of found out that we have a whole different view on some things and for me it's really it's a foundation for a relationship part of that we talked and mm -hmm. i found out that i'm already sees it differently mm -hmm. and it's really intense because uh especially like after one and a half years quite some coaching quite some talks you kind of think you know someone um and then you figure that out and it really yeah it really explodes in your face that was at least my experience i mm. went in the complete um freeze then a fight and then a flight so i i literally did not have any control over my body my body really completely took over mm. and i was just so overwhelmed by those emotions and what were the emotions um it was first of all it was really shocking to me mm. and then it was really um i just felt so touched in my sense of safety so you that unsafe. threatened i i think we found a good word for that mm. um i really felt unsafe i felt threatened in who we are what we stand for and you know who i am in this and really like disappointed in a sense finding out that we see that topic completely different mm. so i think that was really interesting to observe and not even observe you observe afterwards but in that moment you just completely not yourself like mm. I shut down. Um, I was thinking, okay, how, uh, what am I going to do with that? Um, all the scenarios were running through my head. Super, super crazy, super intense bodily reaction. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was really, really something. So, how many hours would you think, say, these emotions lasted? Well, kind of like the first ones are the most intense ones. I would say that was probably three hours. Um, and then a certain sense of calm. But you said you went from freeze? The freeze was maybe like half an hour, like the shock part is mm. the freeze for me. Then you go into fight, that was me, that was like, uh, I guess those two hours. Okay. And then the flight of like, okay, uh, I cannot deal with that. How Shut long down. Did that, one last? that one was the longest, I would say, um, for sure kind of at least eight hours or something i was, went a day over it by the way which yeah lasted a couple yeah. of days well it mostly was on sundays it was the day after mm. but really in that sense i was also like just keep your distance like don't come close like i really shut it down mm. so much that i was like don't you come close mm. because it's just too and intense what did you notice in that. your body during that period oh my gosh super tense super mm. super tense i also referred to like my intuition is telling me that 
and that mm. the more i'm thinking about it the more i'm like no actually it's uh it was not my intuition because that voice is much lower mm. in volume it was really the fight and flight response to be like get the mm. fuck out of here mm. you know so it's really more the sense of safety that got really triggered that was like yeah cannot deal with that so yeah that's how i would phrase it what mm. was your observation Mm, my observation definitely i think when you are describing the flight mm -hmm. so that you were looking for distance i felt a lot of hostility mm -hmm. uh, so in that sense that for me more felt like a fight mode mm -hmm. um, interesting i think when you were having the fight mode i was passing out i was falling yeah. asleep missed out on that and then the freeze uh, i think was confusing for me because i thought that was the flight ah yeah okay interesting and uh, yeah i think also your response uh, shocked me on its own mm -hmm. so it was definitely difficult for me to uh keep in mind that this is not your response this is your reaction to something mm -hmm. that triggers a lot with you mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, yeah we've gone through a lot of work to create a safe environment to share stuff with each mm -hmm. other um, I was just thinking to myself as an example let's say uh, somebody says they are gay it's like a big like why is that always such a big thing why do mm -hmm. kids yeah. why do kids fear telling their parents they're gay mm -hmm. because the parents respond out of a shock by change response because something is threatened i think this mm -hmm. emotion that you described i yeah. think you described a bunch of interesting emotions uh, to feel your safety threatened to mm -hmm. feel uh disappointment there was uh what else was there i think you mentioned some more things. anger also anger yeah. yeah all these all these things and disappointed disappointment in both ways also disappointed in me to misunderstand the message that part sure thing you know, so it's a mix a uh, mix uh sure thing both. i think the interesting part of it is like um first of all if something unexpected happens, mm -hmm. that can be something that we did not want, but then it also has the unexpected layer to it. Mm -hmm. um, but if something is deviating from our expectations, mm -hmm. which means we expected A and got C, then the shock is even worse than not expecting anything and getting C. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I think in our example, it was really something that, um, well, if you have a certain set of values for your relationship and you're pretty sure that you talked about it mm. and clarified most of the questions, I think then it's really, you think you have a common agreement or understanding of mm. A, then you figure out, no, you're on A and the other person is on D. Mm. And you're like, okay, that's really so far away. Mm. So, yeah, I think uh, that was really the biggest. 
Yeah, I think what that addresses Challenge. is is definitely that it's uh, implying a certain breaking point for a relationship. Yeah. And yeah, I that's, mean that's that's the part that feels threatening. I would yeah. say that's why I was also really blunt. I was like, okay, um, I have no idea what this is teaching me, mm. but I'm kind of at least the next day, not the same day, but the next day, I was like, I'm curious to see what this is teaching me, mm. and what I believe this is either going to break us or teach us, uh, make us stronger. So you know, mm. I think that's really the crossroad where you're like, okay, um, what am I going to do with that? You know, mm. and. Uh, yeah, I kind of learned uh, to not pack my bags because that would be my initial autopilot response that I would do in the past. I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah, I with think that. that's an interesting one to talk about. Like, uh, in some sense, you're saying you would listen to your fight or flight completely yeah. in the past. Not always, but it was not always fight or flight. It was also intuition, but this time it was not intuition. It was more fight or flight. Mm. You know, but if a certain sense of, in that case, safety is touched with me, I would, I would at least have not been as invested as mm. to sit with it and be like, "What is this teaching me?" No, I'm also something I don't like. But curious, what is it curious me? about uh, why would you sit with it? Why, why are you like? ignoring or uh, not listening to you say it's not your intuition yeah. it's your fight or flight but that is also based on self-protection and when when you do not feel safe or you feel like your safety is threatened mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people experience I think that's the biggest reason why people break up yeah or or don't don't feel as much connection in their relationship as they used to. Yeah. Is because at some point in time, something happens. Can be incident, can be a, a repeating thing, mm -hmm. but something in the sense of safety breaks that you're like, hey, I also have to put up a guard mm -hmm. in this environment. How long you can keep up with that? Mm. is up to you but it usually means that you're distanced from each other yeah i was distanced for, no, for sure. really for a day i was like don't don't even touch me really i think not. a day or two even more i think it took yeah. like two three days to be able yeah. to uh yeah have a human connection no nah, look in the eyes yeah that's, start true. There. yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true yeah but um what was the question again how why you, did you why why or how do you even like I know myself, if mm, my sense oh, of safety is triggered, yeah, I am very radical, I, I am very confrontational, I'm like, yo, if this uh, mm. is going to repeat, then I'm going to make some decisions. Mm -hmm. And um, the way I saw you reacting, mm. it seemed like a very high, like you also mentioned, it's like the, the red, the most red you have ever been. In this relationship. Yeah. Yeah absolutely yeah but you know if you like if you let some time pass and you let go of your red head that you have been in uh, or have been how wearing, how do you how do you let go of it yeah that's i think for a lot of people a difficult thing to do that's true that's a good question um i kind of i don't know the more time passes also and the more distance you create which i would i did i, mm. I went out the next day to the to nature, mm. just be by myself. 
the more I also allowed myself to like put it in a box, close that box and distance myself from the feeling. And then you enable yourself to look at it from different angles. Otherwise, mm. if it's in you, then it just eats you up, and then you well, cannot think clearly. It's a difficult thing to do. Clearly, though. it is, but you usually, can... when you are in that place, your emotions and your negative thoughts are consuming you. That's true. But it... what you said, like place it in a box, close it, take look at it from a distance, different angles. Yeah. How do you put it in a box? And look at it from a distance, I think. I'm kind of really always very curious about those things. So mm. if I catch myself really sitting in it, mm. it I'm not saying it's always, it's always working, but to be like, I'm not getting anywhere if I stay in that mm. soup of emotions, you know? Mm. So I try to put it a bit aside because also in some sense it was too painful Mm. to sit in it so I was also like putting up my guard is also putting up a guard against you but putting up a guard against my emotions and then you kind of yeah you try to rip it out of you and put it on the side and it still sits in you mm. like you can really feel how much it triggers in you every time like yeah I would I think I think the biggest thing I see you struggling to formulate it but there are some things that I observed that you did Mm. which is a do not pretend that you not have these emotions yeah so you fully stayed in uh, the red and was like yeah this is the red and this is where i'm at and uh, let me turn on some more lights <laughs> um i'm not gonna um, act like that's not the case cooking no and uh, um cooking oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Uh, yeah, definitely not. So you did not sugarcoat your reaction? No. You see people who tear up and then wipe away their tears and walk away and mm -hmm. then come back, act like nothing happened and mm -hmm. just try to shove it down or put it on your carpet. Mm -hmm. No, you were like, do not touch me. Do not look at me. Don't get near me. Away. Uh, very mm -hmm. clear um creating your own boundaries because you were in a red zone yeah and then secondly i think what you also did is uh, when you went on your walk mm. i think that's a very important thing so first of all uh, acknowledging that you're going through something and then doing something that's good for you so you usually mm. either go to a beach for a walk or to a forest for a walk yeah and then you are able to do what you said and I don't I have trouble believing that you put your emotions in a box and then close the box and put it aside and then look at it I just think if it's too painful I really do I, I, I also believe that but I think what you did in this experience is just uh, instead of sitting in the same environment that triggers all these things yeah, yeah. you uh, subtracted yourself from that yeah. went to a safe place uh, 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 yeah. a sacred place so to say a place um, by I yourself no distraction somewhere that you are triggered in a positive way mm. a place that actually facilitates your curiosity to look at all mm. these emotions from different angles i love that that's that's what i think you did because 
If I look at myself, if I'm angry or triggered by something, if I'm sitting in the same environment where it happened, mm -hmm. I cannot uh, detach from it, nor uh, inspect it, nor uh, um, digest it, so to say, because that environment is continuously triggering those emotions or that person. Totally agree. I missed out to mention that part, absolutely. Mm. But I think there is also one step ahead of it is breathing. Mm. Even in bed, I was mad, mm. yeah, really mad, but I really kept breathing because yeah. for me, that's also something you really start to hold your breath and you get even more in red and you yeah. like put yourself in a rage, which doesn't help at all. So mm. I'm really like breathing, exhale, sigh, Deep that part. Yeah. So, so when I went to the park, um, I really was like consciously heavy breathing to get that out. I think all that helps to put it in a box. And I'm really, it's not easy at all. It takes some practice, but mm. I also know my default reaction, you know? And uh, I think you really have an extraordinary talent to trigger many things in me for one and a half years. And obviously mm. I've stayed because there is something in it that I love. And there's also a big portion that I'm like, I have never thought I would be where I am, but actually I love the change you initiated by triggering those things. I appreciate so, um, yeah, by that, I also, you know, if something that major happens, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm here and I'm invested to try to take it out, put it on a platter mm -hmm. and look at it and mm -hmm. look from other perspectives than the one I'm feeling hurt right now, mm -hmm. because that is just one layer. And that's definitely way more layers around it that that comes from. And mm -hmm. I think that also is important to mention, brings me back to our number one rule um, for our foundation mm -hmm. is that there is no bad intention. And mm -hmm. I think this is also something that whatever happens, um, and if you are in a relationship, I think it's really helpful to talk about that with your partner. That's what we did in the beginning to say, whatever is, whatever comes across as hurtful, painful, um, I don't know what, remind yourself there is no bad intention. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that helps me in so many moments to think no matter how you bring something across and it might sometimes be quite Blank, harsh. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, um, there is no bad intention. What Dodge. is he saying? Yeah, what, what is he trying to tell me? Um, and then I can still keep a certain sense of curiosity. Didn't work so much on the weekend. I needed the space to really. Uh, this is um, a trial and error practice. Yeah. Also, uh, if somebody has the best intentions but is being an asshole, still going to trigger you. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> you have you the having the best intentions um, and being an asshole. Nah, uh, sometimes people come strange out of the corner. I think it's. Also, sometimes we are more sensitive than other times. So a silly joke might uh, <laughs> land very poorly. Uh, yeah, I love that Amor is always saying if he sees my face and I don't respond to the joke, he's like, oh, is it too early for jokes? Because, yeah, he knows, just it's, it's just too early for jokes. Like, I'm not in a headspace to laugh about his jokes. <laughs> uh, I find that also very a very playful way to... Gauge, kinda, gauge where you're at. You don't know where you're at. Yeah, you and also, like, fluff it up a bit, you know? The, mm. the the tension fluff it up a bit make it a bit lighter mm. because then i'm usually like damn yeah it's a bit it too is still early. too early but it's then, a bit too, but even then now you catch i started yourself, saying it myself yeah, I'm like, then you catch yourself early. on hanging on to something that already yeah. passed yeah i think uh, what i'm reflecting on is uh what you said that okay we have the 
foundation mm -hmm. cornerstone of not having any bad intentions. Mm -hmm. But I think what precedes that even is your commitment to learning and growing as a person and mm. seeing all these moments that I trigger you, not as a nuisance, but actually as a tool for you to uh, speed up your growing and learning process as an individual. I think that's also one of the things we were talking about uh, creating a course for power couples. Like what makes a power couple a power couple is that First of all, each one of these people is invested in their personal growth. And if you're talking about personal development and personal growth, the most uh, gains that you can have as a person are sometimes very dark, painful places mm -hmm. that you rather not go. That's why uh, you break up every time you have somebody coming closer to you. That's why... Mm -hmm you uh, label yourself as having commitment issues or whatever. Mm. But actually, if you truly want to be committed to yourself and your own growth, mm. then a person who triggers you and also supports you and is kind to you and, and has good intentions is actually a blessing mm. because you're spending so much time with them. They will trigger the hell out of you. They will point out the things that you're trying to hide. And if you don't want to do that for yourself, because this has nothing to do with the relationship, mm -hmm. I think this has something to do with what you want for yourself. Yes, but the being with someone is definitely accelerating that. That's what I mean. But but absolutely. But like, if you were not invested in growing as a person, mm -hmm. all this triggering, why would you like? Absolutely sit with that and like Ooh, i'm curious what this is teaching me mm -hmm. no this guy is uh, triggering a lot of uh, bad emotions and do i want mm -hmm. that in my life no but you can look past those bad emotions mm -hmm. or the shock reaction and, and be like okay this is interesting yeah. a conversation can completely disrupt me and unhinge me and make me feel unsafe yeah. uh, what's that about mm -hmm. you know but if you don't have yeah. that question mark there then that conversation is just a bad experience. That mm -hmm. person is a bad person and it's uh, end of story. Yeah. Uh, but I, again, I think really the, the anchor we have, what did you call it? The cornerstone. cornerstone to know that someone doesn't have bad intentions makes it. I, I feel that, that that's my naivety to think the world consists out of people with good intentions. Oh, but no. but I think oh, no. I think in in a, oh, no. in in really any not. in any uh, intense team, uh, people will say things unnuanced or uh, tired or whatever, and then it might come across very poor. And those moments is important that there are no bad intentions. No, but honestly, um, I really disagree. You think there are plenty um, of people with bad There are plenty of people with bad intentions. In, in the sense, No, no, in the sense that they have an ego. Mm. They have a strong sense of ego and something touches that ego and that's how they respond. respond you know, and I think we both are very connected in that meta to really not let us respond out mm. of a place of ego and knowing that's good intentions i think that's a different that's, that's your different ego place. talking no that's not my <laughs> ego talking no i i also myself had quite some experience in the past in relationships where i was like on the surface it looked like a good intention 
and it sounded like a good intention, but under the surface, mm -hmm. something, my intuition was really very quiet, mm. saying, ah, I'm not so sure about it. Mm. Maybe you should really, you know, and I ignored it for a long time until it blew up in my face. But I really like, you can mm. make it look as it is a good intention. I believe many people are yeah, very much. Some people are also all about sharing the misery. Like if they're also. a miserable person, then their intention is to share what they have and yeah. then they're sharing the misery. <laughs> if if, yeah. uh, if yeah. I look at it and they also just want to share what they have. Yeah, that's, that's, that's their substance. So what did you learn about yourself dealing with all these intense emotions that were triggered <sighs> and sh like shocking change? I think big shocking events we have in our lives is... Uh, a loss of loved ones, loss mm. of friends, uh, accidents, uh, like things that happen to your stuff are a little bit tragic and shocking, but things that happen to your health, the health of your loved ones, those are the ones that truly uh, hit you hard. Mm -hmm. I think another big shocking one that everybody knows is heartbreak, loss of a relationship. Mm -hmm. In that sense, the uh, the person is still there, but either they don't want to be with you anymore, you don't want to be with them, um, and you uh, have to break up. Yeah. These are big shocking experiences. Yours was a bit different, mm. but you had, uh, yeah, like you said, if it was the old you, you would pack your bags and go. So the emotional level was there mm -hmm. to be like, okay, this is a red flag, bye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, absolutely but that's the part i'm super proud of you know mm, I, uh, yeah, the first thing i grabbed in the morning before i left mm. uh, was a book called the surrender experiment mm. you didn't really want to yeah, read that one but i read it like half a year ago and i was like i i did just one edge that i folded mm. inside to remember one page and i like opened it on that page mm. and i was like okay that's interesting because that guy basically writes about his life and all the things that happened to him and he has this like oh i don't want to do that and he's like okay i'm gonna do it and his life unfolds completely beautiful and amazing with the things he's doing i really enjoyed reading that book so that was part one where i was like okay uh what is in that that makes me surrender and then i went out and i was sitting in the car i went for a walk and i was like universe why are you giving me that like the why me question and then uh yeah i was like no 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 the question is for me like i gotta figure it out i gotta figure out what is in that to keep the curiosity mm. up was a complete game changer for mm. me and it was not easy in the beginning it was like ah, i want to find out more mm. um and i also came back saying like cannot accept that but i'm going to keep the uh, conversation open and i want to mm. keep my curiosity open because i'm interested despite being in a complete different corner mm. that would have never happened and that for me i just put a check on the growth box 400%. Really, like 100%. that was so strong to not so follow you, my default. Pack what my you learned is despite all the intense uh, feelings and mm -hmm. uh, the uh, intense uh, shock reaction, the, the, the fight or flight, mm -hmm. the freeze, the, the, yeah, just the survival instinct kicking mm -hmm. in because of yeah. stress. Because of an unexpected, unwanted change, yeah. so to say, uh, you were able to uh, 
create space for yourself to have those emotions, first of all? Yeah, I was able to take a second and a third look at it without, mm, you know, turning it off. decisions. Exactly. But really put it on something and take a look from different perspectives and mm. not make the decision based on No, I think zone. it's interesting that in that experience you learn that you have this capability, yeah. first of all. Yeah, A lot Gosh, of people yeah. are like, I cannot. I cannot deal with this. I cannot. I, I, I will not. I... Uh, I'm just heartbroken or I'm uh, struck by lightning and uh, that's it. Yeah. So to understand that you are capable of such a thing Mm -hmm. is actually very empowering because then you can actually live a way bolder life because you're not Mm -hmm. afraid of all these emotions anymore. Mm -hmm. And if they appear at your doorstep, of course, you got to keep the breathing deep and long. but uh yeah they teach you a lot about yourself and what you said like the growth box is definitely checked mm-hmm. every time something triggering happens it's an opportunity for learning mm-hmm. and everything some every time something painful happens is also an opportunity for learning mm-hmm. and then um, the lesson is not always don't do that again mm-hmm. the lesson can also be why where's that pain coming from why why am i so sensitive to these mm-hmm. sensations um what's that telling me about myself yeah that's amazing yeah but i think also to to add that to the conversation the way you handled it afterwards Mm -hmm. was also very powerful you know if you have someone that stays in your space and is willing to ask questions Mm -hmm. and kind of like react really well you know, you, you've been like asking questions. How am I doing? If I want to talk about it, how I feel, you what you observe, etc. Like really mirroring a lot. I mm. think this also made the further, the steps further to not be confirmed in the, oh yeah, you know what? I should just get the fuck out. Mm. But to be like, no, someone is I didn't really, make it worse. Not, no, you did the opposite. I mm. like that is selling yourself short. You did it really well. I was like, wow, you, you took it well. Maybe you didn't oh, allow think... all the emotions, but the way you kind of like guided, mm. went, walked with me that part, the second day was really powerful. Until the moment we've been in the park and you're like, you still want to hang out with me or you want to go home? And then I was like, would you just bring me home? Mm. And you're like, yeah, of course, you know. So also the, the level of care and commitment and mm. still curiosity from mm. your side was really yeah, powerful. I think that has to do on one side with me being a coach. Um, but I think mostly if you see somebody completely freaking out, yeah, um, not taking that very personally is important. So mm. a lot of times people get upset because other people got upset. And then the upset people get more upset. And then it's like, <laughs> ding, 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 yeah, ding. it's like a pinball machine going yeah. off. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm. But actually, if you see somebody getting super upset, then um, you cannot continue any type of uh, conversation before that person is back to somewhere uh, that they don't feel uh, such a stress such a shock yeah but 
like fair response to also say because I'm a coach, but how do you maybe you got some more tools that people mm-hmm. have, but still, how do you deal with something like that being involved in it? Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the coach part in you is like, okay, I can use no, my coach. I don't tools, think but... my coach part, but I think just just being aware of that because uh that's that's only the awareness. I think mostly it has to do with caring about person. Mm-hmm. I care about you. I didn't have that conversation with you to upset you. Yeah. But the conversation did upset you. Yeah. And uh, that was not my intention. So mm-hmm. I was like, what about it was so upsetting? I was definitely d- driven by curiosity. Mm-hmm. And like I that. think one thing I've learned over the years is also patience. Um, yeah, it's for free, but it doesn't come easy. <laughs> Um, and I think another part of it it's is free. <laughs> a patient doesn't cost a thing. It's it's, it's sad to to realize that yeah. such a how do you it's scarcity, but it's free. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, all I can think of is uh, you know to be able to love, you have to be able to lose as well. Mm. So for me, a long time ago, 100%. Uh, um, loving was very painful because the, the losing aspect of it was so melodramatic. Mm-hmm. And I would always live in this Superman complex that I have to save the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that changed inside of me. That's like, oh, I truly love you. I care about you. And, mm-hmm. and if we are not meant to be, then I cannot uh, prevent that. Yeah, artif- artificially keep it alive yeah. or whatever. So yeah. So the the surrender experiment in that sense mm-hmm. is I do surrender myself to what is in my destiny, and mm-hmm. I think it's in my destiny to be happy. I think it's in my destiny Love to live that. a connected uh, life and 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 uh, in abundance. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in my destiny to do great things. And I've met you along the way, and I mm-hmm. hope you are part of that destiny. But my hopes don't matter that much. It's mm-hmm. about what's your faith in that sense. And yeah. I think when I encounter a situation like that, that cornerstone of my own beliefs really helps me to also take a step back and be like, hey, whatever this is, mm-hmm. uh, for the good or bad, is just us labeling it. It might create some discomfort if it ends up in an ending of something, then that will Im- create the beginning of something new. If it's the continuation, then there's also a lot of learning going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in either way, um, I think that's important to not let your partners or your whoever you're sitting across their emotion to pour into yours. Like mm-hmm. if your cup is like boiling fire, <laughs> It doesn't help yeah. if I add my cup to it and I'm also boiling fire. So yeah. I was a calm pot and then my pot fired up yours. And I was like, oh, that wasn't the intention, but mm. that's what it is. Apparently, mm. what's up with that? And then you also luckily took the time to come back and tell me what's up with that. Mm. Or, or at least every step of the way you, you gave signals about how you were doing, where you were at, what kind of space you needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I'm actually happy ever since learning that we are, I am responsible for my own feelings and so mm -hmm. are you. So if you get super yeah. upset or completely fucked up about something, first of all, that's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I might feel bad about initiating that, creating yeah. that, whatever. But still, uh, I do not, um, how do you say it, give myself the the, the um, responsibility for your feelings mm -hmm. and your well-being. Mm -hmm. So that creates the 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 space that I need to be able to sit with you and not feel the guilty. The distance also as such, no? No, I think In the best sense, space you know? is yeah. a nice word to say it because yeah. I also needed space after you blew up like mm -hmm. that. I was like, whoa, that was uh, unexpected. unexpected. <laughs> yeah. So my unwanted, unexpected box mm -hmm. also got hit. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Unfortunately, we cannot always be in control in that sense that we uh, decide how we react to mm -hmm. something unexpected and unwanted happening. Mm -hmm. But this time it went uh, luckily very well. Yeah. I think I was able to uh, postpone my own feelings. And then eventually mm -hmm. you were like, okay, what's up with you? And I was like, yeah, there was no space for me back then. Mm -hmm. But your reaction also triggered a lot of things in me that I also need time for. Yeah. And there's no rush. It's okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't take it personal because for me, as much as it was sharing Tom something uh, intimate and, and vulnerable, I wasn't in a bad place when I was mm -hmm. sharing it. Yeah. So your reaction didn't uh, choke me up. Mm-hmm. I do know from a past experience that when I'm in a bad place mm. and I'm trying to share that and that goes wrong, then I definitely uh, step way more into a survival mode yeah. because I'm already hurt, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree. Super. What's your best uh, outtake or what's your biggest outtake today? Today, I think the biggest outtake for me is the... Uh, simple step by step when you're dealing with a huge stress reaction to uh, change some something that shocks you um, first of all acknowledging it with yourself and also uh, communicating that mm -hmm. with whoever is involved or surrounding you like you said that the girl on the street asked you for uh, some uh, I don't know subscription thing mm -hmm. like yo I don't have the head, headspace for that now yeah. and there is no need for politeness if you're mm -hmm. bleeding you're not gonna stand uh, holding your hand and mm -hmm. be like oh excuse me sir can I pass you're like yo get out of my way mm -hmm. I need the uh, band-aids mm -hmm. same goes for emotional cuts and bruises and yeah. uh, to to really give yourself the space to to disconnect and take distance from the location and people involved mm -hmm. focus on your breathing i think that was a very uh, good thing to do that also sometimes might feel hard because you're like yeah. okay i have to go now mm -hmm. but still it needs to happen and it will end up in a better result mm -hmm. so sometimes you feel like we need to resolve this right now mm -hmm. because there was a big shock and there was a big change and now but mm -hmm. that now thing is uh, there's tomorrow, there's today, uh, yeah. there's uh, and 
eventually if you get tired of waiting then that's that somebody's working at a different pace than you are mm -hmm. but to be yeah. like really also i feel like in this process you didn't blame yourself for taking the time that you needed or taking mm -hmm. the space that you needed you really felt uh, that you deserved that process and i think yeah. we all do mm -hmm. and not enough of us uh, yeah people talk about their work being disappointed for not getting a raise and then yeah i just said okay and then i went back to work well, actually you need to blow off some steam maybe you want to take half a day off mm -hmm. maybe that will make life easier for you yeah or or your colleague is being uh, not nice whatever it is that is uh, stressing you out and, and mm -hmm. triggering those fight or flight responses um ignoring it will keep you there acknowledging it will allow you to shift out of it i think that's my yeah. biggest takeaway from today i love that i think the acknowledgement part is really huge and then the allowance to sit with those emotions you know i was mm. i was really angry i was really upset mm. i was really hurt mm. and to not try to like shovel that to the side and mm. move on Keep and on think smiling. what's the next step but to express it and really sit it when i went for a walk i was so deeply sad and i would yeah, like yeah. start crying <laughs> out of nowhere mm. but to also sit in those emotions despite them not being pretty that's also very very mm. important because then you're really allowed to dive through it before you take the next steps and i think we very often and i'm i'm also very much in that case that can not acknowledge and not allow the emotions but be like okay what can we do with it yeah it's or just don't fast. make such a big deal out of it yeah also mm -hmm. yeah that's like belittling it right so yeah wonderful episode thank you very thank much thank you so much thank you all for tuning in thank you for subscribing liking sharing commenting all those lovely things that makes yes. this podcast reach more people who are dealing with change and they know it's not always pretty it's yeah. very dirty at times but it's life and we love it yeah if you have any topics throw them at us uh, we always love to hear from you and we also love to pick up topics because uh, yeah we speak a lot about our experience our day-to-day -day experience but we are very very happy to you include know reflect yours. on yeah include yours and if you felt like there was something that you learned please share um, with your loved ones tag us we love to see that that is so that just means really the world to us Super. Thank you so much for love tuning change. in. Love change out. Out. <laughs>